Are you someone who runs a decent sized lawn and landscape business, but you cannot seem to find enough time to get everything done in a day, or at least enough done to escape the hamster wheel uh, you know, you're in and grow like you actually wanted to in the beginning of your business, where maybe you feel like time is one of the biggest, if not the biggest constraint, and the rest would maybe begin falling into place if you could just catch a break for a second. In this episode, I'm going to be breaking down and giving you the how-to on three things. I know I love the three things, um, but the three things I found to work for myself and my business to take work off of my plate while still making the same, if not more money, so I can focus on growing the business. Okay. Welcome to the more the more money and growth in less time episode, and welcome to the Motivated Lawn Care Show, the podcast designed to help you grow your lawn and landscape business far beyond the six-figure mark. So you can stop living paycheck to paycheck and start building the business and life of your dreams sooner and easier than you ever thought possible. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen. Um, I personally scaled my business from two um, clients just four or five years ago to close to $300,000 this past year. Uh, I've also had the opportunity to help a handful of other guys like you, uh, probably in a similar position in business, maybe a little bit newer, maybe like riding on my on my coattails here, uh, grow just as well, which has been super cool to see. And uh, we're tracking down the seven-figure mark in 2024. I can tell you that with much confidence. Um, and yeah, things are looking pretty good for that seven-figure mark. I'm super excited for that. So um, if you are looking to uh, take back some of your time, but not have to worry about uh, the financial aspects of, of not being able to pay the bills or um, having to compromise on things because you know, you're trying to cut all these things out of your life and it ends up cutting the things that make you money. This is going to be the episode for you. I'm going to jump right into these three things. Again, these are just things that I found to work for myself personally when it comes to freeing up time while still keeping the same amount of money, if not making more money in less time. Because again, time and and the things that suck your time are going to be the things that suck you away from actually growing your business. Um, because I'll tell you right now, growing your business does not look like sitting on a lawnmower. It just does not, okay? It's just not an effective way to use your time unless you are on the mower showing somebody how to use a mower, unless you're training someone, unless you are you know, in very early stages of your business where it's just like, I need to make money with my own labor to be able to reinvest into marketing to get more clients so that I can bring on employees so that I can take a step out of the field, whether that might be a couple days a week or completely... Um, be out of the field because uh, that that is just the goal. And I know some guys just love riding on a lawnmower. I get it. Uh, it can be nice and you feel really productive and like you're working all day. Listen, I, I hate to say it, but it's not actually hard work, okay? Hard work is the thing that you don't want to do. That is actual hard work. Hard work is not just, uh, I worked with my hands and it was tough to do. If you would rather do that and sit at a desk, I'm sorry, but <laughs> the desk work is probably the harder work for you. Okay, so stop chasing this hard work thing. But I'm going to jump right in here to uh, the three things that I'm doing to uh, decrease the amount of time that I'm spending, retain the amount of money, and then still be able to find, again, more time and more money even to grow my business. Yes, it's realistic, it's possible, and it's something that you guys can be implementing pretty much immediately. So the first thing is raising prices and cutting clients, okay? And I want you to stop with the, oh, you know, you, you charge too much or oh, you, you don't charge us. Like, stop playing this game, okay? Let's just break down some numbers and say, okay, what would it look like to raise prices? Um, and inevitably, some clients will fall off, which is actually exactly what you want to happen because it's just taking too much of your time. And by the way, the clients who pay you $20 a cut, $25 a cut, yeah, oh, I got this little, just this little patch here. Can you do this for $20? You're right next door kind of deal. And you're like, ah, maybe. 
those are the same clients that are going to call you every week with an issue, okay? A lot of times, you'll actually have, like, because these people can afford things, and this is not a rule, this is just a generalization, because uh, there's definitely people with money who are just even more of a pain, but a lot of times, the people with money, it's not as important, because it isn't such a large portion of their disposable income, so it's not as big of a deal for them, uh, but I'm going to break down some numbers for you. So, a gentleman reached out to me, um, this is probably... Oh, gosh, probably late summer, I would say, maybe August. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and he, he let me know how he's struggling financially um, after I made a post about, like, you know, struggling in business and kind of kind of what that looks like and dealing with that as you're on the come up. Um, and he wasn't sure what to do. Okay, he's working crazy hours, never has time for his family or business growth, and he's stuck on a hamster wheel, Okay. He's charging $35 an hour. Now, some of you guys are like, oh, this guy immediately just like, dude, red flags, like there's, there's, you just can't do that, right? He didn't really, um, it didn't seem like a big shocker to him. It didn't seem like something he had heard a million times before. So I'm going to break down the numbers for you that I, the same numbers that I gave him. And these same numbers are going to help you realize that maybe you're not at 35, you're at 60, you're at 65, you're at 70, you're at 80, how that this can, um, just increasing your prices and doing it the right way, which we're going to talk about in a second, doing it the right way can be the greatest thing for your business, for your time, for growing your business and having more time to do that. Um, but also just making more money in general. It seems kind of crazy. Like even with the amount of clients to drop off, you're still going to make more money and your profit margins are going to be better. Let me explain. Okay. Uh, first off, I want to praise him for the fact that he knows how to charge like hourly. I had no idea how to charge people. I was like, uh, based on lawn size, I'll charge you $30. You know, like I didn't realize even the man hour concept until probably, I mean, it's been like a year and a half now, but, but like still only a year and a half ago, I was the first time I'd ever heard of like charging per man hour. I was like, how does that even work? And so I, I texted my friend Henrik and I was like, dude, what are you charging per man hour? He's like, 75 to 100 dollars like 75 to 100 dollars bro 100 dollars per man i can have two guys on a property for an hour and make 200 dollars i was like it blew my mind because at the time i was like making sub 50 dollars an hour so similar position to this what this gentleman was in and i was like dude i just don't understand like how, how are we not making that much money you know i'm, I'm making like as much as working full-time in a minimum wage job, and I mean, I had a part-time job too, but like, it was just like, this is not worth it. This is just terrible, you know, because it's just, it's a lot more to deal with, a lot more time, a lot more stress for like what? Like we do it so that we can make more money and have freedom and be able to choose these things. And so when you can't do any of those things, when you're sucked in, you're stuck, you're not doing something you want to, and you're not making more money doing it, you're working more hours, it's just, it's no fun. And so, I think it's 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 great that he has that his head wrapped around that in the first place. So he's got 50 clients, uh, and he and his employer actually buried in work. So here's what I told him, and I, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, do you guys are like you super busy right now? Like, why are we charging 35?" And I was like, "Oh no, dude, we're swamped right now. I'm I'm up to my neck." I'm like, "Okay, great. That tells me some, that tells me that you are not charging enough money." So here's what I told him. Right, he's probably doing 300 monthly man hours between him and his employee. So, you know, 300 man hours, uh, I think it equates to 37 and a half uh, hours per week um, for him and for his employees. So he might do a little bit more, employee might do a little bit less. I don't know what the split looks like. He's charging $35 an hour. Um, here's what I told him, right? 300 monthly man hours between the two of them. So 300 times 35 is about $10,500 in revenue. I told him if he increased prices, 
to only $50 an hour, which by the way is insanity. We charge like $75 or more per hour at least. Like the commercials like 70 to 75, which is not great. We need to get higher, but we're kind of breaking into the market there. Um, you got to win work somehow. Uh, but residential is definitely higher than that. Um, and we're also quickly increasing prices. Like we're not where I want to be either. I just don't have the value to give people yet. And so for me, I'm just like, we need to get the clients. I need to make the sacrifices. We need to hire the people we need to. We need to put systems in place so that our work is actually worth 80, 90, $100 an hour versus me just trying to charge that in the first place. And like the value is just, it's just not there. Um, anyway, let's say he charges, increases price to $50 an hour, which is still fine, 35 to 50 and lost 30% of his clients. He'd still make $10,500 per month. The same exact thing. He lost 30%. If he lost 30% of his clients and just increases prices to an average of $50 per man hour, he'd make the same amount of money. Okay, his profit would also explode as his variable costs or cost of goods sold is what they're commonly called in the business world, which is like fuel, labor, wear and tear. They all go down in direct proportion to that 30%, right? Now, his uh, insurance is probably the same. If he's got a payment on a vehicle, it's the same. If he's renting a storage unit, that's the same, right? Those are fixed overhead costs. But his cost of goods sold, the direct proportionate cost, um, the variable costs that go with the services that he's providing goes down by that 30% of the work that he has that's less okay so let's say again let's go back to the 37.5 billable hours in the field that he's working now that's 26.5 hours that he's working so you went from working like 38 hours a week to 27 a week 27 hours that's a part-time job right there okay so he's not only making more money because he's profiting more because his, his um his variable costs have gone down his revenue is exactly the same and he's working less okay so he's making more money uh, so he can pay better, have better equipment, not worry about bills, invest in growing his company, and have the time to work on growing his company. If I were him, I'd be like, all right, we're gonna, I'm going to set aside a personal nest egg. I'm going to find ways that our service is going to increase. Uh, the quality of our service is going to increase by at least you know, 30%. So what does that look like? That looks like maybe hiring a phone answering service. That looks like um, having a better CRM so that we can track things and the billing is simple and the car, it's just car on file. Nobody has to mail checks at the end of the month. Um, and then we have GPS stuff set up so people know how far out we are from, from their property, right? Like anything that they can do to make it worth that. Maybe hire a part-time office person. I don't know, right? Um, there's a lot of things that you can do there with that extra money. You can even keep living the same, maybe just enough to like pay the bills and, and be fine there, but you're working way less. The quality of your work that you're doing for your clients is going up. So you're going to get more referrals, more word of mouth from that. From that um, and people are going to feel the value. They're going to understand that there's more value there. There's just You can win on so many levels. Um, and in my opinion, you really shouldn't be charging less than $60 per man hour, especially if you've if you're booked weeks and weeks out, that tells me that your quality is not the issue. Um, it's it's probably you're just you're, you're just not charging enough. Um, yeah, if you're starting out, if you're you don't even know how to cut grass yet, like I really didn't know how to cut grass, probably shouldn't have been charging like eighty dollars per man hour. Probably been should have been charging more like fifty, and that would have been a fine place to be where I could turn a profit, but also be learning on these people's properties. That's a fine place to be if you're just getting started. You're living with the parents. Um, you live somewhere, you know, it's you and someone else who, who, uh, or you have multiple sources of income, that kind of thing. It's fine. Um, 
But yeah, you definitely need to get it up there over time. It's a weird place to be, I will say, to be an owner operator, but you need to make the most of it. And this is one of the best ways to do so. Okay, like it's a weird spot to be in where like, you can't afford to really hire office people. You really can't do that until you're at like, a, at least a few hundred thousand, um, like $400,000 is generally like a good spot to have an office person. I know people have gone up to six, $700,000. That's just that's just I, you're asking for it like that for, for me that sounds like hell like you literally go to bed after answering everybody you wake up there's like two more messages within an hour there's three more four more and it's just like you're putting out fires throughout the day and by the time you get done with work you're exhausted now you have to go back and put out more fires you go back clean up this and that th the third right so being an owner operator is not a super easy position trust me it gets easier as you move on uh, we are hiring our first office person there starting on Monday, which I need to actually prepare for them um, and put together the handbook and that kind of stuff. But super excited for that. It's going to be a game changer for us. We have an operations manager coming on so many other things that I just haven't had in the past. Um, I did have like a, a general manager type position uh, with my with my um, my partner in crime, Phil, um, who I did buy out here over I think in the fall fall, early winter, bought him out. Um, so I own the company 100% now, but Phil, he was a 5% share partner. Um, and yeah, he, I mean, he handled most everything while I was away, but like it was a lot for him to handle and there was definitely things slipping through the cracks. So with this team though, things won't slip through the cracks. They'll do things better than I could ever do them. I'm going to have more time to, to work on things that are important and we're going to, everyone's going to make more money. So once you get punched past that owner operator spot, it's going to be a much better spot. I know some people like it. You know, they can get really profitable working 45 hours a week. Um, you know, there's definitely ways to optimize it. Sure. Okay. Not for me. I'm not really looking to do a one truck, two truck wonder and make $120,000 a year. I would not be happy with that. I just, I'll be honest with you. That's not what I work super hard for. I'm not going to get up at 3 a.m. for that. It's just, it's not worth it for me. Um, I will get up at uh, any hour of the night right now for nothing because I know that I'm building that thing. But if that's the end goal, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. But anyway, be smart about raising prices, okay? So be polite. Don't do it at random times. If it's October and the grass has stopped growing, don't don't jack people's prices up then. They'll just be like, dude, I can find, dude, like, I'm just going to do it myself for the last two months, you know? Um, and you're also putting your client in a, in a poor position. So they're going to think you're like, this piece of junk? Like, dude, of course I can't find another mowing service in October. You're just going to make what? An extra 40 bucks off of me by the end of the season? Like, what a, what a piece of junk this guy is, right? Um, so there's definitely inopportune times to be doing it. Um, I obviously the best way to do it is to say, Hey, going forward, this is what we're charging, um, uh, for all the new stuff that we're bidding. And then the, the jobs that, that are really not profitable or just really, really lagging behind those ones you got to raise prices on. It's like, well, if we lose them, I'm losing the $10 in profit that I'm getting from them a week. And I'm losing, you know, an hour to a week worth of headache and, and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I would say, I would also say this, okay, never raise prices uh, across the board. Um, don't just be like, everyone's getting a 20% increase in price, create a good pricing matrix, uh, put in the, um, the higher prices that you've been looking for, and go through and see who's already, who am I already making $70 per man hour? 75 $80 per man hour, $90 per man hour off. Don't charge them more. You're already making plenty of good money. You're just going to lose that high paying client. Um, it's the the lower paying ones that you're like, oh, dude, I'm only making like $40 per man hour on this job. I, I need to increase prices on that. Be smart. Go through each property. Don't be stupid. Uh, take it slow. See how your clients and market react. But that is number one, which is increasing prices. We were there for quite some time. Let's jump right into the rest of it. So number two, okay, getting off the hamster wheel, okay? 
you want to know why a lot of people are working so hard, okay? A lot of times you've backed yourself into a wall. You've got bills and bills and bills from all the lifestyle upgrades, okay? Especially if you're getting started, you sure as heck should not have a fancy truck or snowmobile or motorcycle or be going on two week-long vacations a year. Like that is just ridiculous, okay? You're in a weird spot where I will say this, okay? Unless you are me, like a single dude, okay? You probably can't afford to live as good as your employees and grow a business that makes you so much money that money becomes irrelevant, okay? The end goal is to build a company that you make so much money that money is no longer a thought. It doesn't have to be such a major concern. In order to get to that place, you're probably going to have to live not as good as an employee, work a lot more than them, okay? I'm going I'm to say this. I'm going to leave it with this. Live in the dirt and stop thinking you deserve something nice, okay? It's just it's just stupid, okay? Do you want the end goal or do you not believe in yourself so bad that you'll feel surprised you made it this far and just settle for less, right? Is this if you've made it this is your end goal um and and you know, you're all you were looking for is $120,000 a year to be an owner operator and do this until you're 65, 70 and then, you know, hopefully sell the company for a few hundred thousand dollars and then retire and and kind of live on not a whole lot of money for the rest of your life. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Uh, I really don't think it's feasible. A lot of things are moving really quickly in the world in general. And so I really don't think that's a super smart move, but that's for you to decide. But I would say stop acting like you've made it when you haven't yet. Okay. Unless you are where you want to be, stop acting like you are. Okay. Just be humble, live, like live in your means. Okay. You're going to get sucked in so quickly to all these different things. So I'm going to have some more actionable steps here in a second, but I'm going to run through number three. Okay. Number three, the saving time and being smart about that. Okay. It's finding that time. You don't have time. Here's another thing. Okay. One thing at a time. Stop trying to multitask 27 different important. I'm a employee handbook. I'm trying to set up a phone system. We're working with a new CRM. Dude, we're doing an outbound sales, commercial sales marketing program. We're running door hangers. We're, I'm working on EDDM. I'm, I'm trying to get my Google paper click up. You know, we're trying to get some good backlinks for Google SEO, trying to get reviews on Google. We're trying to, you know, post twice a day. And, you know, like you just can't be doing all these things at one time, one thing at a time. What is the one thing that fixed that needs fixed right now? Does your work quality suck because of it? You know, because of a new few employees work on training them. Okay. Are your profit margins single digits? Go through last month's bank statement and cut everything you can. Then see if you, you can increase prices on a few of your services and start slowly increasing your prices. Can't keep up with the phone calls, hire an office assistant, um, you know, a phone answering service, and then work on building out automations. Okay. With that being said, I just give you the three, um, which number one is charge more money. Number two is get off the hamster wheel. So stop spending, like stop living lavishly. And number three is one thing at a time. Okay. With that being said, here's what I want you to do right now. Okay. Some actionable things to do. Okay. One, find out how much you're actually making on a job. You might think you're making $75 an hour, but your guys are taking an extra hour to do. Then create pricing matrices and slowly raise prices. Do it slowly. Do it smart. Do it right. Uh, be careful about the way you do it. You don't want to lose everybody, but you, st- you still got to charge more money. So uh, number two is list the toys for sale. The snowmobile, the motorcycle, this, that, and the third. Okay, I'm going to give you a very actionable step right here that you're not going to like to hear. Oh, dude, I worked hard for this. Man, I said if I was going to get this, then I was going to buy this. Okay, you made a promise to yourself. Okay, what is your next promise to yourself? Well... 
I like to buy a brand new snowmobile trailer and a brand new truck and three brand new sleds. Great, great, okay? Back of our mind, is this one snowmobile right now worth $18,000? How much further could we get with that $18,000, okay? We could hire an operations manager and pay them for the next two months and run a marketing campaign to add another crew and put a down payment on another truck and hire the employees to staff that truck. But like, there's so much you can do with that money. So be smart, sell the stupid stuff, cancel the subscriptions, stop eating out, okay? Stop acting like you've made it when you're not there yet, okay? If you're not happy staying here forever, stop acting like you are. I'm gonna say that one more time. If you're not happy staying here, where you are right now in this position here, forever stop acting like you are stop living it up like you are okay i get it there's a time and a place to enjoy things if you are plateauing in your business and you're not okay with that then you're going to be willing to to take the risks and to be a little bit uncomfortable or to give up these stupid silly little things that we do that we enjoy so much right to give that up temporarily so that you can have further better experiences down the road number three okay create a list of three things three just three that need fixed um, or, or things that need to happen in the business. Okay, maybe you're doing commercial cold calling, more door hangers out, cut unnecessary spending, raise prices on a few services, hire an office person, or whatever it might be. Take three, list it in order of importance. Mind blown. If nothing else could get done, what's the one thing? If nothing else could get done, what are the two things? If nothing else could get done, what are the three things? And then focus on that and just acknowledge that nothing else matters. Okay, the truck can get washed next week. You can look for mowers on Facebook Marketplace when you actually need one, okay? What actually needs done? You don't have time to work on things that don't need done right now, right now. It's great to be prepared, but if you're swamped right now, a lot of times, well, first off, your actual step should be to raise prices and then get rid of all these things that are, are holding you down financially from hiring the right people to actually free up time for you and your business. Side tangent there, but just be conscious of this, okay? Three things, gonna run through it one last time. Find out how much you're actually making. Pricing matrices, raise prices. Second, stop living lavishly, live in your means, and then a lot below so that you can you can spend so much money reinvesting. And don't make fake excuses, that, oh, we're reinvesting. No, you're not, you're not making profit. Number three, create that list, create priorities, and do it one at a time. Stop overwhelming yourself. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed. The episode went significantly longer than I thought it was going to. Uh, I've got to wrap up and, and finish sending some bids and hit the hay for the night. But with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'm just saying, we haven't had five-star reviews in a while, and I haven't been posting as consistently as I'd like for quite some time either. But leave us a five-star review. Let me know how we're doing down below. And if you enjoy this, tune in next week.